It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey present Locked On Sports Today. Luka Doncic made sure the Dallas Mavericks avoided the sweep against the Golden State Warriors. Steve Kerr had anything but basketball on his mind before Game 4 after the horrific events in Texas. And the defending AFC champion Bengals are the fifth best team in the AFC ahead of the 2022 season. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. Down 3 nothing. Luka Doncic said, it's not going down like that. The Mavericks are not getting swept. They get a 119-109 win. It is Luka's 17th career 30-point game in the playoffs, tying Kevin Durant and Kobe Bryant for the second most by a player 23 or younger all time. I'm sure you can guess who is number one. It's LeBron James. Joining me now from Locked On Mavericks, Nick Angstad. And Nick, how much of this is uh, the the dying gasps of a team that is done and how much of it is, hey, this team is, is still alive in this series? Well, Luka Doncic wasn't going to let him lose, but Jonathan Kaminga almost got the Mavericks to lose in that fourth quarter. One of the weirdest <laughs> games I think I've ever seen. But this Mavericks, it, they're... This Mavericks team has played well with their backs against the wall all the time. And we saw in game five of the Warriors versus Grizzlies series that this this Warriors team, when they don't really need to win a game, they just kind of, you know, lean back a little bit. There was moments in this game in the second quarter where Kerr, the game was still like within reach and Kerr was playing Kuminga and Moody together. Kuminga has not even seen the floor very in any meaningful time in this series so far. It just felt like the Warriors were kind of toying with them. But to the Mavericks' credit, they came out and they did the thing that the Mavericks have had to do. The, the one thing that they need to do is hit threes. They hit 20 threes in this game. I think they had 19 like through the first three quarters and change. And uh, that's what they need to do to win games. That's just it. It comes down to it. Jason Kidd, at the beginning of the year, I think even before a game had been played, said this year we're not going to live and die by the three. Well, here we are like 102 games later still doing that. That was, in fact, the exact phrasing you used just a day or two ago, saying the Mavericks (laughs) live by the three and they die by the three. And guess what? They had been dying by the three. Mostly when you look at how these shots were going in, you mentioned um, someone like Reggie Bullock, who took the collar in the last game. Maxi Kleber, who took the collar in the last game. I mean, is it as simple as just make more shots and this series can continue? Turns out the team that makes more shots does win games more more often than not. So mm. that turn, mm. I, don't, I know you cover Barkley football analysis. most of the time, but this is still like <laughs> <laughs> this is how the NBA works. That's true. That's true in football, <laughs> by the way, too. The, the team that scores the most points wins. Yeah, it's, but it's about shots. Like they have to shoot it. That, that's mm. what this Mavericks mm-hmm. team is. But the thing is, they, they create all these shots, right? It's not like these shots are just like. You know, they're just going to throw up threes and just, you know, any three you get or somebody's going to walk into a three. No, like Luca creates these shots and he 
and Brunson can create sh- shots a little bit for him, but it's just Luca, man. Like this guy creates so many open shots, demands so much of the Warriors' attention that they've had open shots. They've had open shots this whole series. And in game two, if they go a little bit differently, they hit a couple more threes. Maybe this is a 2-2 series, and we're looking at this completely differently. But the Warriors, I mean, the, their Mavs margin of error against this Warriors team is still so small that uh, just those missed shots have resulted in losses for this Mavericks team. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up with the tragedy that took place in Texas yesterday, Steve Kerr did not have basketball on his mind before game four. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Here's what to look for on Bet Online, your number one spot for all your daily gambling needs. There are a few Major League Baseball lines to keep an eye on for Wednesday. After winning in extras last night, the Colorado Rockies are slight underdogs to the Pittsburgh Pirates at PNC Park. Bet Online has the Rockies at plus 106 to win. The Chicago Cubs have dominated the first two games in Cincinnati, but find themselves underdog to the Reds tonight. Bet Online has the Reds at minus 132 to win and Thursday night's closest matchup is between the Milwaukee Brewers and the San Diego Padres bet online has the Friars as the favorite minus 113 to win bet online where the game starts now here's what you need to be locked on today two women who have accused Deshaun Watson of inappropriate sexual conduct condemned the Cleveland Browns for giving the quarterback an NFL record 230 million dollar guaranteed contract after trading for him It's just a big screw you, Ashley Sola said of the contract in an interview on HBO's Real Sports with Brian Gumbel. That's what it feels like. That's what the Browns don't care. He can run and throw, and that's what they care about. Watson awaits the results of an NFL investigation as to whether he violated its code of conduct policy and faces possible suspension. Part four of the Battle of Alberta took place last night as the Calgary Flames looked to draw even with the Edmonton Oilers. The Edmonton Oilers are a win away from the Stanley Cup Western Conference Finals as they beat the Calgary Flames 5-3 in Game 4 and take a 3-1 series lead heading back to Calgary on Thursday. Ryan Nugent Hopkins gets the scoring started for the Oilers and really gets the scoring ended for the Oilers as he scores the first goal of the game and the game winner on a couple of mistakes by Jacob Markstrom and the Oilers took advantage. Dak Hyman also getting a goal in the game as he scores in his fourth straight game in the series. He scored a goal in every game so far in this series. Vander Kane also scoring a pair. He has 12 now in the playoffs. That is absolutely insane. And the Oilers did it all with only one assist from Connor McDavid. The Edmonton Oilers and the Calgary Flames head back to Calgary for a 7.30 puck drop on Thursday in Calgary. The Edmonton Oilers have a chance to head to the Western Conference Finals for the first time since 2006 in enemy territory. 
And the Los Angeles Dodgers put together a parade of dingers to clobber the Washington Nationals. Well, the night after scoring 10 runs with zero homers, the Dodgers scored nine runs with four homers on Tuesday night to beat the Nationals 9-4. What's up? It's Jeff from Locked On Dodgers. There was a little bit of drama in the first couple of innings of this game. The Dodgers scored two in the top of the first. The Nats scored three in the bottom of the first. And you started to think, oh no, Walker Bueller, what's going on? Think maybe it's going to be a slugfest. Turns out the slugfest was mostly one-sided after that as the Dodgers continued to pile it on and Walker Bueller settled down. Uh, didn't allow another run in his last five innings of work. Going six innings along just the three runs, which is the definition of a quality start. David Price gave up a run in his one inning of relief, and then Bruce Dargratterall pitched the last two innings to close it down. Dodgers got a home run from Trey Turner, a home run from Chris Taylor, and two home runs from Mookie Betts. Mookie gave the same fan two different chances to catch a home run. That fan failed twice. If you're a listener to Locked On Dodgers, Give me a call. Let, let me know what I could do to help you learn how to catch, dude. Uh, otherwise, yeah, Dodgers now won nine out of the last 10 games. Should have been 10 out of 10, as we talked about the other day. But nine out of 10 is something you will take every day. Great way to bounce back from a four-game losing streak. Here is another story you need to know. The Golden State Warriors had a chance to sweep the Dallas Mavericks in Game 4 of the Western Conference Finals last night. During his pre-game press conference, Warriors head coach Steve Kerr made it clear that his mind was far away from the basketball court. I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here. And a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed in Southern California. And now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight, but I want every person here, every person listening to this to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister, brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know, come on Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, the, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans 
regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check. 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. It's also worth saying here, Jason Kidd in his pregame comments also mentioned he was having a hard time focusing on basketball after what happened in Texas. It is hard for all of us right now to focus on anything but what happened, especially those of us with kids. I know I hugged my son a little tighter before I put him in bed last night. And it is hard. It is a struggle when this is happening. And I hope for everyone's sake, we can find some answers, some solutions to these problems. Coming up, why the Cincinnati Bengals aren't even in the top four of the AFC power rankings ahead of the 2022 season. I love brownies. And the thing that I also love about brownies is when I'm making them, that spatula at the end, brownies in the oven, I'm cleaning up, and that whole spatula, it's going in my mouth. And it's going in my son's mouth, my wife's. Everyone wants a lick off that spoon. Brownie batter is just as good as the brownies, which is why Built Bar created the brownie batter puff. You heard me right. This puff takes protein bars to a whole new level. Brownie batter, low in calories, high in protein, low in sugar. It's the perfect pick-me-up for any day. All Built Puffs covered in 100% real chocolate plus protein-infused Marshmallow and it's collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently. Go to built.com to get brownie batter puffs now. And if you use the promo code LOCKS15, you'll get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCKS15 for 15% off at built.com. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. I use it for my fantasy football teams. And now you could win on Sleeper by playing their new over-under game. It's super simple. First in any sport, Choose two or more players that you like and pick the over or the under. So you can pick points in basketball, hits in baseball, then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. 20 times. Are you serious? Download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game and join our Locked On Sports Today group at sleeper.com slash locked on today and sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Up to $100. Go to sleeper.com slash locked on today and you'll get a $100 deposit match on that first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See sleeper's terms of use for details. The Cincinnati Bengals won the AFC and were in position to win the Super Bowl last season. They were this close to actually doing it. Brian Peacock and Matt Williamson are not buying a repeat performance this year. Number five in the AFC, the Cincinnati Bengals, one spot ahead, both NFL and AFC rankings. In your overall rankings, you've got Baltimore and Cincinnati at seven and eight. You got them uh, one and two in the north, and you've got um, four and five here in the AFC. What was the separator to put Baltimore ahead of Cincy? Trust in the organization. You know, one team I know knows how to win, and despite having historic amounts of injuries in Baltimore, still were very competitive until the last month of the season when they just couldn't keep it together with duct tape anymore. 
Um, I think since he's learning those things, but I mean, Harbaugh versus Taylor to me isn't even a conversation at, the, at this stage. Since he to me doesn't have many holes at all. Um, they've had a very good off season, but I also think this is going to sound wrong, but were they really one of the four best teams or two best teams in the league last year? I mean, they barely got by Tennessee. They barely got by the Raiders. They stayed remarkably healthy. And I'm stealing this from football outsiders. I mean, the, the, the plexiglass theory of teams that take four or five steps forward in one year, like Cincinnati do, did, almost always take a step back. Almost always. It just seems like it's due. And now you're on Monday night all the time and people, you're not sneaking up on anybody, you know, where the Ravens are very used to that. Cincinnati Bengals went to the Super Bowl in 2021 and got better. And Matt Williamson just throwing all kinds of disrespect at Cincinnati. Everybody got better. It's me. <laughs> I have to say, I, I get it. I get where Brian and Matt are coming from on this because... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, Peter. I, I have to interrupt you here. I, I appreciate you understanding. I'm James Erpine of Locked On Bengals. And I have an issue with what was being said there because predicting that the Bengals are going to take a step back, well, that's predictable, especially from those outside of Cincinnati. But there's a few things that... Well, you should know. Of course, the Ravens have the, the history behind them, and I understand that. Who's catching passes in Baltimore? And that's the part of it that I, I think is, is really interesting is all these national pro prognosticators talk about how the Bengals are going to take a step back. This offseason was all about weapons. Look at it across the league. Tyreek Hill uh, goes to a situation um, and gets traded for, for multiple picks. Devontae Adams, same thing. These teams are trying to load up. Why are they trying to load up? Well, because the Bengals, yeah, they were a flawed team last year, but they had the blueprint. They had the quarterback, they had the weapons, and they had an opportunistic defense that made plays when it mattered most. And I look at this team now, this is the year they should be making the Super Bowl run. Now that they've, at least on paper, solved some of their offensive line issues. Jamar Chase in year two, not a rookie coming into the league having not played college football in a year plus. Joe Burrow was coming off of a knee injury. Now he's not. You get my point. The Bengals, they're still ascending. They're taking a step forward. And yeah, Baltimore has the, the organization, organizational part on their side. Heck, the Steelers have that too. But the players play. And the Bengals have a bunch of players. And Matt acknowledged that, hey, they don't have many holes in the Bengals don't they don't have many holes I mean punter competition is one of the big offseason storylines left guard certainly another one but outside of that there aren't many holes and so when you have that and you have let's be honest straight up dogs like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase you're gonna have a shot against anyone so this idea that the Bengals aren't the class of the AFC North uh, I get that. I understand that because of history. I do think they should be the favorite in the division going into the 2022 season. And finally, brand new Miami Dolphin Tyreek Hill hasn't seen much of Tua Tungavailoa, but he's already impressed, saying Tua already has probably one of the prettiest balls I've ever caught in my life. I just feel like football is all about confidence, and I'm very confident in my quarterback. Sure, I guess. They could, they could put some different throws on social media then? 
You got to talk to the, the people running that account. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go make your second listen, Locked On NBA. From the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the finals, Locked On experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. It's free and available wherever you get podcasts. Coming up tomorrow, will we finally see a close game in the Eastern Conference Finals? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.